Everything's Messy podcast brought to you by Dreamweaver Media. So incredible company. I'm so excited that I've had the chance to work with this company. Let me tell you, if you are looking to level up your podcast, level up your business, anything that you need to get very clear and laser focused with your goals for your company, you need to reach out to Dreamweaver Media. They have a strategy session report that they will do for you. And what that will do is you will discover your dream audience persona, define your business's why, craft a brand identity that speaks directly to your target audience, identify your marketing goals and create a custom plan and receive a detailed visual shoot plan that brings everything to life. Let me tell you, this company is amazing. So reach out to dreamweavermedia.co, that's dreamweavermedia.co, check out their website, for more information. Hey there, it's Sarah Wilson, and welcome to Everything's Messy Podcast. Yep, you heard it right. Everything is messy because, well, it is. But here's the thing, in the mess, there's strength waiting to be found, and that's what we're all about here. My mission, to break the silence around chronic illness and build a community that's supportive, understanding, and downright empowering. So if you're ready to navigate the chaos, buck the conventional medical system, and embrace authentic healing, you're in the right place. We're going to tackle the big questions like how to balance it all, where the family fits into the messy equation and everything in between. This is your messy space, a place where we're not afraid to get real, have those important conversations, and maybe even share a few laughs along the way. I'll be sitting down with incredible people, each with their unique messes to explore their stories, experiences, and the lessons they've learned in the chaos. From unconventional healing methods to finding strength you never knew you had, we're covering it all. So grab a seat, get comfy, and let's dive into the messy. Because here at the Everything's Messy podcast, we're turning chaos into strength. Together, we're going to embrace the mess. Are you ready? Let's get messy. This is Everything's Messy podcast. So here we are. Uh, before we get started, if I could just be shameless here for a minute and ask if you are enjoying the show, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and rate, maybe leave a review, uh, maybe subscribe if you feel up to it. I would be most grateful for any feedback. Okay, so back to uh, the show after that shameless ask. Um, um, we have survived Thanksgiving or hopefully done better than surviving. Hopefully it was a great time to take a break, uh, just be in the thick of the Christmas, Thanksgiving holiday season, be with family and just come together and you know enjoy our blessings. I always say we don't need a day to do that. We should always have a grateful heart, but it's nice to take a moment and have reflection and just be able to do that, especially with family. I am away from all of my family. They are scattered across the country and it's very sad for me, but I do have my immediate family here and it just makes me appreciate everyone so much more. So if you're close to your family, just, you know, embrace it and appreciate it. I know they always talk about those awkward and uncomfortable Thanksgiving dinners. And I tell you, for someone who's separated from all of her family, I would give any for, anything for those awkward, uncomfortable dinners. So anyway, uh, so now that we're getting into the middle thickness, you know, right in the middle of the holiday and Christmas bustle and things that are happening around us, I thought it'd be a good idea to take a moment and just talk about balance and balance in a, you know, maybe different way than you might think. Mostly how to 
help ourselves with the balance, right? It's easy to get bogged down. It's easy to get overwhelmed. It's easy to get over our head. And so I have a few things that may help you with it. Uh, probably won't help you completely with not with feeling overwhelmed, but maybe you won't feel like you're in over your head all the way, maybe just a little bit. <laughs> so the first thing that I think is really important is that five minutes, three minutes, whatever time that you've designated, just to be in quiet prayer and meditation and start your day. I know for me, that really just sets the tone of my day. I always try to get out and get morning sun. You know, we've talked about the circadian rhythms before and getting those UVA and UVB rays as soon as the sun is getting up is just so great for your eyes. It's great for your skin. And while you're doing that, just have that moment of meditation and prayer and whatever sets you up for success in that day. It's a great opportunity to do it. So you're killing two birds with one stone and you're just getting your mind right, getting, you know, around what the day might bring because some days those days are very messy. <laughs> so um, I think one of the other things too, and I'm kind of a nerd, so sometimes I make a list or I write it down. But if you're not like that, just try to get in your own head and maybe prioritize and set boundaries for that day. You know, it's so easy, even in, you know, May, June, July, not necessarily around the holidays, but even in those months, you know, we're so just wanting to run from the next task to the next task. Don't want to say no, don't want to hurt anybody, but we're actually setting ourselves up for failure, possibly resentment. And we want to make sure that we're actually listening to our inner self and taking that time to not only prioritize the most important, but to then also set the boundaries that, you know, you may not want to do something. And that's okay. Saying no is okay. Finding that voice as nice as you possibly can and saying no, that's okay. We don't want to say yes to everything and then have nothing left over to give. We start to just burn out very quickly. The other thing that can be helpful during these times is delegating responsibilities. That goes back to setting boundaries, right? So if everybody wants you to do everything, okay, great. Who's going to help? What's, what are we going to do and how can we do this together instead of it all landing on yourself? If you can... And this is hard, especially those of us that homeschool, it can be hard. But if you can stick to a routine, and I can hear all of the homeschool people just laughing because, you know, what's a routine? We try and stick to a somewhat routine when we're doing our studies and things like that. But it can, you know, the slightest things we'll throw it in the wrench. You know, it'll make it to where we won't get one subject done or we've spent too much time on another. And that's the beauty of homeschool. But it makes it hard to actually stick to the routine. Uh, the other thing I think that's really good is if you can embrace imperfection, right? We always are comparing ourselves with the Instagram families, the beautiful trees, the outside decorations, you know, all these things that we think we need to make sure that we look like so we have a great holiday. And that's just not true anymore. And we can't be comparing ourselves. We just can't because it's different for everybody. I mean, my husband right now, He's supposed to be putting up Christmas lights three days ago, <laughs> and that's just not going to happen. He has a really busy schedule, and so I've put some inflatables in the front yard, but we may not get lights this year, and that's okay. There's, It's not meant to be pressure, and it's not meant to be around what your house should look like. I've been able to decorate everything in the inside of the house, so I still have my Christmas, and it's just one of those things you have to roll with the flow and roll with the punches, and that's okay. 
So definitely embracing the imperfection. The other thing that I think is super important, and I know sometimes it's hard, you know, especially for those of us that, you know, do work at home or, you know, depend on technology for our livelihood and things like that. But you might consider taking a break from the technology, especially, of course, the dirty word social media. You know, just, again, to avoid comparing yourself, that's so easy to do because you have all of these beautiful pictures that are posted and it makes you want to buy more to look like that. And it makes you want to, you know, go out and get those bigger decorations. And maybe you just don't have the budget for that this year. Maybe that's, you know, you don't need to put that on your your plate and make it, you know, a bigger deal for yourself. Again, embrace the imperfection. Be happy and content with what you have what is in front of you, being again with that family. And it's it's so important that we just take a moment and realize it's okay. Wh- whatever your holiday, your Christmas traditions, your holiday traditions, whatever your, you know, si- sim- as simply as you can do it, whether it's just making cookies with the kids or playing a holiday game or anything like that, I think it's so much more to invest the time into each other than it is to be spending the money on each other. And then again, keeping up with the Joneses on social media is not something that we need to be putting pressure on ourselves to do. Uh, I also think it's a good idea to reflect and set your intentions. You want to take a moment to reflect on what truly matters to you during the holiday season. You know, set clear intentions with what kind of experience do you want this year? One of our favorite things to do, seriously, we get in the car, we get blankets, we're in our jammies, the light, you know, we go and we look at all of the Christmas lights all over the neighborhood. You know, they have their hot chocolate or whatever they might be drinking. And it's just family time. We're bundled up, we're in the car, we're listening to Christmas music, and we're looking at all the beautiful lights. And we do that two and three times, maybe even more than that during the whole season. So whatever you can do to just be spending that time, be present, be in the moment and making those experiences, I promise you, they will remember that so much more than anything else. That's really what they're looking for is the investment of the time and the memories that you're making with them. I also think, um, you know, the evil word nobody wants to talk about, budgeting, right? So if we budget wisely and we establish a budget for gifts, uh, just to avoid the financial stress, the, you know, overwhelmingness of how we're going to pay for that, I think especially in these days and this economy that we're in, you know, it's harder to do. And it's it just doesn't need to be as important as maybe it once was, or maybe it's still important, but you know that you have to be diligent with the money that you're spending. So instead of making yourself completely stressed out, just stick to a budget, stick to what you can afford. I think I read one time that if you can't afford it twice, then you can't afford it. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's true or not, but sounds like good advice. And the other thing for sure, and this is something that we should be doing all year long, but I know it's, again, it's hard. You know, I talked last week with my grateful episode about having friends that are scattered everywhere. And, you know, I have this one friend where I can pick up the phone, doesn't matter how much time has passed, and we can just pick up where we've left off, like no time has gone by at all. And it's just a wonderful friendship that I truly value and truly cherish. And so I think if we connect with others and, you know, Just reach out to your friends, your family, anyone that you maybe haven't thought of in a while, but now they're on your mind. Just pick up the phone, talk to them, do 
the things that you can do to just make them feel like, oh, they were thinking about me or, oh, I'm going to reach out to them and just say, hey, I think that's really, really important, especially around this time of year. Some of us, we don't maybe uh, understand other people's circumstances or we don't know what they're going through. And I think picking up a phone and just talking to somebody could really change what they might be feeling. And maybe that those bad feelings don't go away necessarily, but maybe just hearing from you just makes them take a breath and know that it's going to be okay. So I think those are very good things that we can do. My favorite that I always talk about, well, not my favorite, but one that I'm very passionate about, you know, self-care. We, again, as moms, we forget to take care of ourselves. We don't put ourselves first. We make sure everyone else is taken care of and all their needs are met. And we put ours down at the last, uh, you know, the bottom of the totem pole. And then, you know, we're tired at the end of the day. So then we don't even want to think about the things we need to do for ourselves. And that is just a terrible merry-go-round to get on. And I think if we can prioritize our self-care, scheduling time for, you know, if you do a facial or if you need to, you know, wash your hair or whatever you need to schedule to make sure you're taking time for yourself. I know for me, I actually have to schedule working out. I have to make sure that I can hit those high points of working out because not only am I a better mom when I do that, I feel better about myself. And if I, I notice that if I wait later and later in the day, it's going to be easier and easier to not hit those workout goals. And I want to make sure that I'm hitting those. Even if I can just get in a 20-minute quick workout, I have to schedule it. I have to make sure that goes first before I sit down and start doing school with the kids, before I do it. Like, I just need to make sure that's being hit. And that's really important to me. And again, I'm better for it. Definitely better for it. So that's really important to me. Again, do I always get to do it? No, it is It is hard. That's why I have to schedule the time. The other thing that I try to schedule is time set aside for my podcast and any other endeavor that I'm trying to get into. I have to set aside time to do that. Otherwise, I'll be pulled in a million different directions. And then it's like 8 o'clock at night. And I'm like, oh, I should have sent that email or, oh, I should have looked on, into that because I really am interested in that. And by then I'm too tired and I forget. And then it's the next day and, then, and it keeps this vicious cycle going. And we just need to make sure that we're, you know, again, taking care of ourselves. So here we are. It's getting into the darker, uh, you know, it's longer, darker, longer. It's, you know, the time that we have spent outside because it's colder may not be an option. But one of the things they do talk about is while going into the winter, our bodies are supposed to rest and hibernate. And that is true. But you can't stop exercising. You have to be physical. Maybe you can reduce it a little bit, although I tend to increase it a little more just because I don't. It's very easy if you know yourself like I do. It's very easy to just get in that mindset of, oh, I don't have to do it so much. You know, it's darker now and I just wanted to get in my PJs and, you know, get in the couch and snuggle with the kids and do whatever. It's so easy to do that. And it's just make sure you're making a priority to be physical, even if it's just, you know, short walk, something that you can do, get yourself outside, get that vitamin D, uh, get those circadian rhythms with the sun rising and it's setting. And now, especially because the sun sets earlier, it's easier to go out while the sun is setting because we seem to still be running around and just watch the sunset, but get those rays at the end. And that will help so much with your circadian rhythm. It will help with your hormones. It will help with your sleep. 
You want to make sure that, especially in the morning, your eyes are not looking at a computer, a cell phone, a, a tablet, anything before you get out and get that morning sun. It is so crucial because that sunlight hits your eyes and it sends the hormones to your brain that signal, okay, it's time to wake up. This is where we're supposed to be. And the same thing at night. It sends the signal through your eyes of, okay, it's time to wind down. It's time. And that's so important to sleep and make sure you're doing that. There was also, and I think I've suggested this in previous podcasts, but there's a, um, if you have an iPhone, I don't know what it is for Android, but if you have an iPhone and you click the side power button three times, it will turn your screen red. And that's supposed to be easier on your eyes. If you absolutely have to look at your phone before you get out and get the sunlight, if you're expecting an important email or whatever it may be, you switch that to red and that, that blue light goes away and the red is actually easier on the eyes and it doesn't uh, hit your brain so hard with looking at the blue light first thing in the morning. So make sure if you have to, you hit that button three times, turn it red and make sure it's, um, you know, you get what you need to do and then get outside because we don't want to lose that circadian rhythm that we have. So these are just a few things that I think are important. You know, balance is crucial, making the time to do it, being present as much as we possibly can. It seems like a lot of times I feel like, you know, stuff is just stacked against me because no matter how much I want to just be sitting in the moment, I've been pulled away this, I've been pulling away this, I have to go do this, I have to go do that. And we just really need to be intentional with what we're doing. And it's so important. And just, you know, if you need a break, if you need to stop, do that. Oh, you owe it to yourself. And again, don't feel guilty. There's no shame in that because you will be better for it. You know, if you need to take that nap, if you need to take that walk, if you need to just mindfully meditate. And then again, uh, again, I've mentioned this before, the breathing. If you can take, I believe the magic number is eight minutes. If you can take eight minutes, but even if you can just do five minutes, right? I, there's got to be some benefit in that as well. And you're making that big breath in, filling up your belly, and then slowly letting it out. And you're doing that. I know there's a lot of apps out there that you breathe in with the, I think it's like a circle that gets bigger, and then you let it out, the circle deflates, things like that. Whatever you need to help yourself with, just try and get that. The breathing is so crucial. That helps oxygen. The oxygen is great for your brains and your circulatory system. So just whatever you need to be doing, make sure you're doing that. If you are more, you know, art or need to just sit, sit down and doodle something that kind of gets you in a good headspace, do that. Uh, I'm not a very art artsy person. Like I've been saying before, I think the best I can do is a stick figure. And my children can attest to that. But I think if, um, you know, you can find that one thing that will help you through whatever moment you're getting so you can get to the next moment, I think that'll be so important. Uh, and I, you know, just listen to yourself, listen to your body, listen to the inner voice that's like, mm, you know, I'd really love to help with that bake sale, but I just can't do it. And that is okay. As moms, I have said this a million times, we put so much pressure on ourselves to make sure we're doing all the things for our kids. And the want is there. Of course we want to. But it doesn't mean we're a bad mom if we don't do every single thing. If every single thing isn't homemade, if every single thing, like as long as you are present and you are showing up, your kids will remember that. And that is what's important. Stop putting all the pressure on yourself. It's easy to do. Trust me. I know it's easy to do. But it's not healthy and it doesn't help you achieve your best self by putting all this extra pressure on yourself. 
And those of us with chronic illness, I feel like it's especially important that we're taking these breaks. We're checking in, you know, a lot of times I'm so busy running around. It's like, oh, I don't need to check my sugar. And a lot of us have those CGMs. You can just scan it with your phone or, you know, automatic Bluetooth can send a message to your pump. And that's great. Those are wonderful. But like this last week, I had run out of my CGM prescription. So I was having to test my blood sugar on my finger the old fashioned way. And, you know, first of all, it hurts. And I have like all of the scar tissue built up in my fingertips to because I've been doing it a million times since I was 15. And so when I get that thought in my head of, oh, I should probably go check my sugar and see where I'm at. And then there's a, it's like a debate with myself of that's just really going to hurt. It takes time. Again, we just not do it right now. But you have to. You have to make the time. You have to make sure your sugars are under control. You have to make sure you're taking care of yourself. And that's with any chronic illness that you may have to pay special attention to. Whatever it is, you know, taking your medication, whatever it is that you might need to be doing, make sure you're taking the time to do that because that is important for you. And it, it benefits the people around you because then you know what you're working with. Then you know what you need to adjust if you need to adjust and things like that. So don't try and push that away like I do because it just doesn't end well. So as we enter into the wonderful Christmas and holiday season, I hope that some of these things might help you. Again, I know that we're still going to have those overwhelming feelings, but I'm hoping that we can adjust, um, you know, fit where we can and keep adapting, right? We're just such amazing creatures that we keep going, we keep adapting. Try not to be rigid. Try to be more fluid if you can and just be taking these breaks and doing these things and prioritizing. And I thank you so much. I'm so grateful, and I've said this before, this is such a great, great thing for me to do this podcast. If you could follow me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, X, YouTube, at Everything's Messy, that would be great. And I would really love your feedback if you want to send me an email. It's everythingsmessy at gmail.com. And just let's talk about whatever your mess is that you're going through. We are here to find your strength through that chaos. And we wish you the best Christmas season. Thanks for listening. And until next time, keep it messy.